spreading awareness because without, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And so without having that truth, right, to come to light and have access to that, you know, it's hard for people um, to know any different. Hey, what's up? This is Corey Dion Lewis, clinical health coach and host of the Healthy Project podcast. Now, the research shows that social determinants can have a greater impact on your health more than healthcare or lifestyle choices. The purpose of this podcast is to discuss how to improve health and reduce health inequity by speaking to healthcare professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast, give it a review, or you can also make a donation to The Healthy Project using the link in the description. It takes 30 seconds, and it's super easy. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, let's get started. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I am your host, Corey Dion Lewis. I have a great guest in the building today, uh, one that I'm super excited about what we're going to be speaking on because it's it's super powerful, some great stuff that she's doing. I have Tasha Burrell um, in the building today to talk about her organization and her run, um, Embrace the Race. Uh, Tasha, thank you so much for being on with me today. I really appreciate it. No, thank you, Corey. I'm so excited to be here on the Healthy Project and tell you more about Embrace the Race. So I'm looking forward to this conversation today. Thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, before we get into it, um, how about you tell the people a little bit about yourself and and what what gets you up in the morning? Yeah, so a little background about me. Um, I am originally from Fort Dodge, Iowa. So I'm an Iowa native. Um, went to Warburg College in uh, for undergrad in fitness management, and then uh, grad school at University of Northern Iowa at, for exercise science. So again, have a strong passion um, for that health and wellness background. Um, my background extends from collegiate coaching uh, to teaching fitness and wellness, and now kind of ventured into the community engagement kind of platform. So I'm currently a community impact manager at Broadlands Medical Center, and I um, and just over a year in Des Moines, Iowa. So I'm, I'm just starting to kind of get in, engaged in the neighborhoods and, and really understand, you know, what makes uh, Des Moines, Iowa, you know, thrive. And so, so excited um, in my new role. Um, my why is really kind of about servant leadership. You know, I'm a single mom to my son. And so it, it's really important for me to teach him those critical values and how to give back. And um, I, I taught a lot about that in Warburg College. It's our, it's part of the mission as being a servant leader. And I take that to heart. Um, one of my, um, you know, role models is Marian Wright Edelman. She's really big on service and children and education. And, you know, one of her quotes is service is what life is all about. And I, I really uh, breathe that on a daily basis. And, you know, it, she just really stretches the, stresses the importance of education and how our legacy should be simply to leave the world a better place and your community a better place. So I, that's kind of my why every day is how can I get involved? How can I help others individually and on a larger level? That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and Broad Lawns is, is so, um, it's so cool that you're there, especially with what we I mean, we are the community, you know, at Broad Lawn. So it's definitely needed. Um, and you're definitely a value there. So that's, that's dope. Uh, so, you know, getting into it, you know, em- embrace the race, you know, tell us, you know, what is embrace the race? Yeah. Embrace the race is simply a, a race that the goals are, you know, overarching as far as just to spread cultural awareness, um, especially around social injustices. Uh, promote wellness, um, 
and health equity, as well as to create a unity of just bringing people together. You know, that's the real um, real purpose is to bring people together of all backgrounds to help educate, spread awareness, bring truth to light, um, encourage those to have conversations and, and trust in each other so that we can actually make an um, impact in the communities. Right. So, you know, what what started you on this journey with Embrace the Race? Yeah, you know, it's a really personal story for me. You know, honestly, I lived in a rural Iowa town at the time. And, um, you know, as in the light of 2020 and COVID, you got social injustices and social unrest. And, um, you know, just on the heels of Ahmad Arbery's, you know, death while he was out running, that was a real big point. Obviously, you know, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and just so many social injustices that were occurring in front of our very own eyes. And for me, um, you know, I started to experience some of those, you know, threats and and mail or just the, you know, hate mail and just things that happened um, that you would see in the news and the trauma that you're experiencing. And I just personally did not feel safe anymore in my community to go out and run, walk or play with my child or by myself like I used to. And um, it really kind of sparked really just from the notion that, hey, I felt safe when I called up one of my friends, one of my white peers. And it were with a group, right? And so I just thought, man, I know I'm not alone in this fight. I know I'm not alone in this feeling um, and that it is real. You know, it's a real feeling and a real fear. And so that kind of just was like, how can I do something about this where we can have a purpose alongside of that too? And so that's kind of where Embrace the Race stemmed from. Right. You know, rest in peace to the King, Ahmaud Arbery, man. And um, that's that's so beautiful to me in in the sense of taking something because I feel like a lot of people of color had this had that experience right you witness something like that or you you hear about that and then you start to realize or think man am I safe in my environment am I safe when I go on my walk how are people looking at me are people looking at me when I'm walking I have you know for me personally a white female walk past me what's now I'm anxious, you know what I mean? And, 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 um, it sounds like you took that, that fear and that anxiety and some of those stressors and turned it into something into a positive where people can exercise, but also with, with, a with a message. Absolutely. And that's really important for me, you know, is that this race is intentional. I really tried to make as much as possible intentional of, of our efforts you know, one of the things is is about not only, you know, feeling safe and, and comfortable, you know, in those situations, but it's also about, you know, those with disabilities and accessibility. You know, we learned that after our first year where we had our race at, a, at the Warburg um, cross country field and, and their course, and it wasn't accessible. And so like, man, thinking about those in a different light of how they might not feel safe or, you know, welcomed or comfortable in that setting too. So we really try to be all inclusive in that and intentional all the way from the music. I'm, I love music. I'm passionate about music. And so, you know, I like a lot of like social conscious music that is sending a message that, you know, might educate you on some of these social injustices, right. And empower you to, to be a part of that change. And so that is a big piece that, you know, the music, we have a specific Spotify playlist. You can check it out. Um, Embrace the race, uh, celebrating diversity on Spotify, and you know, just really trying to be either uplifting or, or give a message that people can listen to while they work, dance, play, run, or train for this race. That we can really, um, you know, again, be reflective in nature and 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 take this to another level. Um, that it's not just a a race. That it's more than that. Right. That's awesome. 
So you've already said, Tasha, you're single mother, working full time, um, and you're still taking the time to organize something that's so important in this race. What does um, this race or what does embrace the race mean to you? Man, it means so much. You know, again, it, it came in a very dark place in my life and my time with, you know, mental the effects of mental health and what all that trauma did with just the media and things that were going on and COVID. And, you know, it, it means so much to me because I, I don't want to see this go away because I, I've seen the benefits of it. You know, we've had two in-person races previously and each time they, you know, it, it tripled in size and just the, the efforts, you know, it's very important that we're intentional about it being free and accessible to all, right? Um, we've been able to provide diverse books uh, for school-age children all the way to adults um, that are from a Black-owned bookstore, Soul Book Nook, shout out to them in Waterloo, Iowa, you know, and just being able to, you know, give that to those, you know, individuals that sign up to, to maybe that will help, you know, see representation or see representation that they're not familiar with, right, and, and spread that a message, a positive message. We were able to provide t-shirts with our Embrace the Race logo and our, our pledge, which I'd like to speak on our pledge here a little bit as well. Um, and then also, um, you know, wristbands and educational take-home materials, you know, how to interrupt hate speech, like understanding how to, you know, expand your social circle so that they're more diverse in anything, whether it's your, your engagements, your doctors, your, your social media, you know, and just, again, spreading awareness because without, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And so without right. having that truth, right. To come to light and have access to that, you know, it's hard for people um, to know any different, to, to know that there's a way, a different way. Um, and so again, uh, that's, that's a really a big part of, of how much this means to me and, and the impact that we can potentially have by collaborating together in unity. Absolutely. So you, the first two, so you've had two so far, Right. So far, yep. Those were in person, and this year, um, it's a little different. Can you tell people a little bit about, you know, the the upgrade or the change you're doing this year to get more people involved? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, part of this has to do with transitioning to Des Moines and being kind of in a a new, um, you know, community. But a a bigger purpose is just that we're collaborating with Charge Running App. It's a great running uh, community that's global. Um, anyone can join. So the accessibility is there. Um, and this allows us to really make a, a wider impact to just get a message across. You know, maybe someone will happen to tune in that could be inspired to do something similar or, or join forces, right? Or, or take that idea to another level by collaborating with someone else in their, their community. So um, this allows uh, the charge running app is live virtual. It's very interactive. Um, we have a coach. We'll, coach Casey will be on the call. And I'm happy to say that you are our guest host for this event, too. So healthy project. Corey yes. Lewis. Yes. So, so excited about that. And yeah, we, we hope to um, really just get a message out to as many people. There's opportunities to do this outside and in, in home. So if you'd rather be on a treadmill or, you know, do your own dance or whatever that is, just if you just want to tune in, right, it's all about the message for me. Obviously, there are going to be some avid runners that are going to try to win this thing. And that's great, too, because there's a leaderboard and um, but it has an engaging chat. And I'm hoping that people will feel like it's a safe um, community that we've built um, from people all over, whoever joins in, that they can feel free that we can gather their information just to simply stay connected and collaborate and find out, you know, learn about our partners that we're partnering with and find ways to get involved as well. Yeah. And you said something that um, 
that I'm sure you're aware of is that people are going to, they're going to try to win the race. You you yeah. have those runners out there that they just want to win, but what do you want people who are signing up to be a part of embrace the race? You know, what do you want those people to take away from this experience other than trying to, to win? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the biggest things, especially with the the conscious music and the the you know educational pieces i want people to to learn something right to be reflective in nature first of all why this is even why this even came about right it became right. because there's a real fear going on um in communities you know and and if you're running in a different you know going on a trail or a different space and someone feels like you're not supposed to be there because of your skin color right or or these um facilities or roads or whatever are not accessible for those with different mobility needs right so like I really want to have that reflection of, wow, like I, I might be privileged in that or man. Yeah. I feel that too. And I'm glad I'm not alone. Right. So just that reflective in nature, like what, how can, and, and, and that hopefully will inspire ways that people can be part of that change. Right. How can I help with policy change or get involved in an organization that's doing this work, right. Or support in some way. Um, and so that's one is to the reflective nature and learning and awareness that we'd hope to bring. Um, and then another is just the power of unity that when we, when we come together, right, just me simply asking in this new community, you know, Hey, I got this idea. This is what I'm doing. I, you know, hopefully people join, people have jumped on board. I've got partners and supporters like crazy. And a lot of that is just by asking and reaching out and knowing that there's good people, there's good organizations that are out there that want to bring unity and bring people together. And we're so much more stronger and powerful when we do that. So I hope that it gives people a sense of, man, there's hope, right? We have hope. We right. have we have something to look forward to and we can make a difference, right? A lot of it's because we we maybe haven't tried or or we have we stopped, we feel like we're up against, but we're really not. We we have the power to make change collectively and organized. So you know, that unity and celebrating differences. I hope that people feel that out of this. Um, and then lastly, just hopefully that we can continue collaboration. Like this hopefully isn't a one and done thing. You know, I hope I have visions for seeing this go further and and how how can we make this collaborate? How can we join forces with other people? Um, and I hope others do the same, whether it's with their own organizations or individual efforts that we can, you know, build a community um, out of this um, from all different states or hopefully countries that we can, you know, um, make an impact moving forward. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, we, what, what's the, what's the saying? We're stronger together, you know, Absolutely. something like that. And um, I feel like this, yes, this is just one piece of that getting together to, to run, but for one singular vision that we can all agree is a great cause to be around. Now um, you said something earlier about, uh, your mission or some of the the pillars. I'm sorry if I if I butchered that. Okay. But you want to kind of go over those and you know what are some of these things you want people to take away as well from from that mission. Yeah, so it's our, our embrace thy neighbor pledge. This pledge. kind of stemmed from the Warburg um, College um, Inclusion and Diversity Council that came up with this years ago and um, in, in partnership with Embrace and. It's um, Embrace Thy Neighbor, right? And we're, it's an online pledge. We can find this on our Facebook at um, Embrace the Raise 2022 um, and you know, hope to give more information about that. But we're encouraging people to sign the pledge, right? De show your dedication and commitment. Those four things for the pledge are, I pledge to embrace and respect the diversity of all individuals. I pledge to nurture a deeper awareness and understanding of the diversity around me. 
I pledge to engage with and contribute to the diversity in my community. And I pledge to honor this declaration in my daily life. All right, so it's a simple gesture that just really, you know, states your you know commitment to diversity, and it's four simple things, right? That we should always be growing and learning and becoming more aware. You know, I, I know a big part of you know just talking about this subject of diversity, equity, inclusion, it gets people, you know, nervous. But I like anything. It's like if you're unaware of something, you're uncomfortable. You know, I was, I'm taking a test and I don't, didn't really study. I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'm not going to be confident in that. Right. Right. Um, But the biggest thing is just becoming aware, immersing yourself, ask questions out of curiosity. Um, And, and, you know, more than often than not, when I have those conversations, when people are courageous and asking, and, and I'm courageous in telling my story, it's been a beautiful experience. And I just hope that you know, just dedicating that, showing that pledge of commitment will really inspire people to constantly do this in their daily life. Awesome. Awesome. I I love that. So, uh, Tasha, for anybody that wants to learn more, you brought up the, uh, the, the Facebook page you have. Um, but if someone listening wants to sign up and get involved, where can they go? Where can they sign up for the, for the event? Yeah. If they search, um, charge running app, um, and go to events. Our event is right there on their charge running app page. It's something you would need to download on, on a smartphone, um, in order to tune in for the race. Um, they have really great things. Our, our race is on Sunday, Juneteenth. Uh, it's a federally recognized holiday. So that's why I really wanted to kind of transition and have some, again, intentional meaning on, on that date, but it's 9 a.m. Central standard time. So anyone can join in, in different time zones, but charge running app, um, download it and then you just sign up. It's free. The app is going to be free to sign up as well, but there are again, a subscription for, you know, they do some really great running communities and, and different events that they host as well. Um, the neat thing about this as well is that it is on demand after. So if you're unable to make it at that time on that day, the following day, it'll be on demand, um, on the charge running app. So you can access it. You can just tune in if you don't want to you know, participate, but we really do want to, you know, en- enhance movement, right? We want to promote movement of any kind. If that's dance around, you want to listen in. Um, but again, uh, it's on demand as well. Um, for those that are in Iowa, especially Des Moines, um, we will be having a, a booth at the Iowa Juneteenth event downtown at the Western Gateway, Gateway Park, 1000 Grant Avenue. And um, I'm so excited about that because that's where we're going to be able to provide those that, especially, you know, kids, the youth to, to engage in a healthy activity challenge. Um, we're going to really promote uh, people to sign up um, for the race, of course, sign our pledge, show that dedication. Um, and we'll have uh, free giveaways of our t-shirt with our pledge on the back to kind of represent and hopefully promote that pledge and get other people to, you know, buy into that dedication to, of, of embracing thy neighbor. Um, we'll have the t-shirts, we'll have water bottles, we'll have wristbands, we'll have books, and we'll also be um, promoting our free little library. That is something I haven't spoke on yet, but um, we did have a free little library that we opened and had a ribbon cutting ceremony in Waverly, Iowa. And that's been a really great success. We were hoping to, you know, extend that to those that are, you know, uh, providing sponsorship opportunities where we can plant free little libraries and communities that, that would need access to diverse books and representation um, and so really some great things to come out of this, but we're hoping to really showcase all that we have in person to those that are here. And hopefully moving forward, we can expand these races to different countries or, or cities or, you know, make it in person again. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Well, Tasha, 
thank you so much for your time and telling us a, a lot about Embrace the Race. Um, I'm super excited and proud to be a part of it. So thank you for allowing me to just do my part to to spread this you know great cause to to the people. Um, anybody out there that's listening now that wants to get a hold of you and learn more about you, um, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, Facebook page right now, we're hoping to increase some more visuals on Instagram as well as the race approaches, but um, embrace the race. You can message there, uh, embrace the race 2022. You can also email me at tasha.burrell at gmail.com also. Awesome. Well, again, Tasha, thank you so much for your time. Um, and everyone, thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'll holler at you next time. <laughs>